Hi, folks, and welcome to the Mind, Body, Soul podcast and the edition for February. So today's main event will be that I'm bringing you my top 10 personal development books that have a big impact on my own life and my own thinking towards health, wellness and personal productivity. And I think they could help you too. So I'm going to talk about them and briefly give you an idea of why I found them so helpful and why I think others might too. And uh, there'll also be a bit of a banging uh, 10 tune playlist shared as well to re-energize and revitalize because it is February. It's a short month. Some people have already, you know, ran out of gas um, when it comes to their New Year's resolutions. Some people are smashing it. Um, and in that case, they'll want to double down for people who may feel like they've fallen short. Maybe you're just being too hard on yourself. Remember, folks, with New Year's resolutions, 70 to 80 percent of hitting your targets is good, good enough better beats perfect. If you've completely fallen off the wagon, then February is a good chance to, to reset and to go again. Life's all about perseverance, okay? Keeping going, grit, and eventually, you know, getting there through that persistence. So that's the main message for today. So what are the top 10 um, personal development books that I um, want to share with you? Well, I have them listed here, so I'm going to go through them. Number one, Eat, Move, Sleep by Tom Rath. I really liked this book. It was a very, very simple book about how small, gradual improvements in those three areas can make for a big impact over a whole lifetime. Number two is The Feeling Good Handbook by Dr. David Burns. This really has helped me in times of anxiety, uh, low mood. And it's an excellent book about looking at distorted thinking patterns, distorted thinking patterns. So ways in which that we can sort of cloud things in a, in a negative life and light in an overly negative light. Um, and what this does, this book helps us to recognize those thinkings, to label them and then look at ways we can actually improve those thinking patterns, how we can speak back to them and think more rationally. Number three, then, is The Chimp Paradox by Steve Peters. It's excellent. He's worked with athletes like Vicky Pendleton, Chris Hoy. And basically, this book's all about the emotional side of the brain. You know, uh, it's a part of the brain that, that needs to be acknowledged. Um, and again, it needs to be recognized and negotiated with. So it's about that emotional side of the brain. But the problem is if we're overruled by that part of the brain, um, we can say and do things that we regret. Um, we can lose our temper very easily. And so it's really important to, to get in contact with that side of the brain, to know how it works. And this book's all about that and how we can improve how we relate to that emotional and often irrational side of the brain. Then we've got Getting Things Done by David Allen. If you're like me and you're someone who likes working off a to-do list, if you're someone who likes things neat and tidy, as you even see here with my logo and my my office um if you obviously like you know hitting the important success markers in your life you're going to love this book because it's a very um uh, methodological approach towards these things and also it's a great book about how to declutter um some of those things on your to-do list that are bogging you down that may not necessarily need to be there then we've got The Monk Who Sold His Ferrari by Robin Sharma. What I love about this book is that it um, 
basically shows us the harm that can come from being overly materialistic and chasing all of those things in life. And maybe we'll save people uh, having to fully realize that in their own lives um, when they, they've finally achieved maybe everything that they thought they wanted only to realize that, that maybe they weren't the most important things um, and that they might have forgotten some of the immaterial things and the more... Um, more important things like the people that we surround ourselves with, uh, creating time to do the things that we love, with the people that we love. Um, so definitely The Monk That Sold Us Ferrari is a real eye-opener and quite a spiritual book. On the theme of spirituality then, I've got The Gift by um, Edif Egger, and I love this book. Um, Edif is a, an Auschwitz survivor, um, so it describes the, the really just incredibly tough and adverse um, situation of being in a concentration camp but how she came out of that and how she she went on to to, to lead a, a really successful life full of love um full of achievement in her in her field um going into the psychology area and it's a great great read then we've got essentialism by greg McKeown, which is all about the pursuit of the meaningful few over the trivial many so if you're somebody who tends to spread themselves too thin with lots of projects only not to, to, to fully fulfill one to, to the max that you would have really wanted, maybe doing them all 60%, then this book is for you. Because the problem has never been the people too many ideas, it's that too many ideas cancel each other out. So this book will really help you get, get that clarity and get that momentum going in just a few important directions, a few truly important directions. Then we've got Lean Health by Paul Akers. Paul is a believer in lean. Lean is a way of living whereby you try and make continuous improvements to save yourself time, energy to improve, to continuously improve your life, your company. Um, and it's actually a concept taken from Toyota about looking at this area of continuous improvement. So small improvements incrementally day on day. And the Lean Health then method is, is applying this to your health so your own personal life. So it's gone from a business perspective to how actually you can use it uh, personally. And it's a really fascinating read. And then finally, we've got high performance um, lessons from, um, I've got it right here. So lessons, it's my most recent read. Lessons from the best on becoming your best by Jay Comfrey and <coughs> Professor Damien Hughes. Excellent book really good because it's based on interviews with high performers from fields of music, sport, uh, entrepreneurship, and life in general. So uh, great book, well worth a read. They've got a great podcast as well. All right, so that's my my 10 personal development books. If I've left, left out a cracker that you think needs to be on that list, contact me, Declan at performancetrainer.com. That's T-R-E-A-N-O-R. This is my family name written in the stars. I was going to be the coach for you. Uh, no, but do let me know because um, I'm always interested in reading myself, open my game for myself and my clients. Um, so yeah, I'd love to hear from you on that. Now for the 10 tunes and then a few takeaway messages to wrap up the podcast. So the 10 energizing tunes for February to get you back on track or to keep you smashing them goals. Here we go. We've got Proud by Mary, Ike and Tina Turner. Two, we've got Peace of My Heart. Um, Janis Joplin Take another little bit of my heart now baby I'm not going to sing them all I promise Number three I'd do anything for love By Meatloaf God rest his soul Run Around Sue by Dion 
We've got Come Together by the Beatles. Tutti Fruity, Little Richard. Twist and Shout by the Beatles. Any fans of Ferris Bueller's Day Off? That's where I got introduced to that amazing song. Um, we have Don't Stop Believing by Journey. I think I might have left out Come Together by the Beatles. Can't remember. Then we've got Wonderwall by Oasis. Um, we have Forever in Blue Jeans. And apologies if I left, or left out Runaround Sue by Dion. So there should be 10 there. Um, have a listen. The link is in the show notes here. I think you're going to really enjoy them. Um, sometimes, you know, they're great in the morning just to get a bit of pep in your step. God knows that the news and social media and all these notifications can really bog you down in the morning. So why not give, uh, give some time to some positive music or even just a bit more stillness and calmness in that morning. Okay. So then lastly, just a few takeaway messages. I want to give you a little mindfulness musing to mull. It's called the two arrows or the double arrow, the double arrow, right? So the first arrow is when a painful thing happens to us. And this is an inevitable part of being human. So we have a painful experience. The double arrow then is when we replay this experience over and over in our minds. Now, doing it a couple of times, replaying it and thinking what we could do better is fine. But at a certain point, it's only going to hurt us, hurt our confidence when we replay these things over and over again. So what mindfulness can help us do is it can help us accept and recognize the initial thought and then not throw fuel on the fire and think, what, I should have done this, I should have done that. What if it happens again? And then by recognizing the thought, we can come back and do whatever it is that we're doing with our day even if it's as mundane as doing the dishes. So I often get asked, you know, about what do I personally um, offer as a service in, you know, this, this um, area of health, wellness, and personal productivity. So if you've been following me for a while, you'll all know that I do corporate wellness work. In terms of working with individuals, I have an awesome 10-week online course called the Peak Performance Code. So it's going to be linked here in the show notes. So there's, there's four kind of key pillars that there's physical health, optimal mindset, clear communication and self-actualization. And I think you'll love it. There's takeaways to each of the 10 modules um, exercises for you to do. And it's a lovely course to do when you're just in a good headspace of feeling first and foremost enough, but realizing that there's areas that you want to improve on um, and then taking your time with them, maybe sitting down on the weekly, having a coffee and going through the exercises um, and really committing to do it over a 10-week period. I posted a Premier League challenge for those sort of mini habits. I want to talk to you a little bit about how that's developed for me. So it's actually developed quite well. Um, I was personally trying to do like 40, 45 minutes of exercise, got me my body point for the day. For my mind point, um, I had set another goal on that, or it was actually sleep. It was a sleep one, um, which was to... Um, it was to cut out caffeine after 2 p.m. And then I had a nutrition one in there, which was to have just three meals a day with no snacking. What I found was actually, I soon realized that those goals weren't um, weren't really suiting me. So as the weeks went on, I've changed my three goals. My three goals for each day, and then obviously then 21 points for the week, if you achieve them all, and that gets you the win, um, is 
it's now become number one is to make a healthy juice. So for example, this morning I had uh, carrot, apple, beetroot, uh, ginger um, juice, which was super tasty. So it's to make, have a juice a day, a homemade juice a day. Number two then is to listen to a sleep cast on Headspace. Awesome. And number three is on days when I'm not going to the gym or doing a running workout is to do 50 legs exercises, 50 core exercises, and 50 upper body exercises. That could be 50 push-ups, 50 crunches, and 50 squats, for example. Um, on a day where I'm not doing a full-on training session, I try and do 100 of each of them. So that's been working awesomely well for me now. So that's how this has developed. So I'm going to post that the link to that Excel Premier League table. I've turned it into a kind of a game because I'm a sucker for um, sort of goals, you know, like one of these students back in primary school that wanted the 25 gold stars so I could take the essay night off of homework. Um, so yeah, so I'm posting that in the show notes for you as well, because I, I think that can be super helpful for people. And any questions, it's trainer.com. And then finally, a joke for the day. So where am I going to go with this one? Got to keep it PG, got to keep it clean. Man walks into a butcher's and he says to the butcher, he goes, I bet you 50 euro I can reach the meat on the top shelf. The butcher goes, no way, mate. The stakes are too high. Hope you enjoyed that. You can take that, claim it as your own, tell it today. Um, and just to wrap up then, folks, um, unlock your potential through mind, body, and soul. And I'm looking forward to bringing you another podcast soon. Ciao, ciao.